ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another episode i'm your host steven g gaxiola and you are listening to the raider and the saint podcast Once again, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in to the Raider and the Saint podcast. Thank you guys so much for your support. The podcast is growing. I see the listeners. Uh, last episode with Mike Raziano was a really big hit. Uh, congratulations to the members only slate who just won our 952 election. Uh, congratulations to... Uh, Secretary Treasurer Eric Jimenez and President John Green. Congratulations, guys. Uh, you guys kicked the shit out of solidarity, man. It wasn't just a... Uh, you guys smoked this, uh, solidarity by a landslide. So congratulations, man. Let's move forward now. Uh, let's put all the, the, the bullshit behind us, man. Especially for us uh, UPSers. We got a contract. Uh, that we got to get ready for so Jimenez needs our back and so he has my back whatever he needs I actually had him scheduled last week uh, but I had to cancel I forgot I was taking my kids to the air show but for the people that emailed me to get Eric Jimenez on we did have a plan on get him on and uh, last second I, I totally forgot I, um, had my kids this weekend and I had to take I promised him take him to the air show so we will reschedule that uh, but shout out to members uh, only state. Congratulations, guys. This is episode 131. Today's date is October 9th. The year is 2020. My guest today is a new friend of mine. He is a teamster from 952. He transferred from local 848. He lives in Wrightwood, California. He works for Southern Glaziers Wine and Spirits as a driver. And he drove an hour and a half here today to be on the podcast. So, Mr. Antonio Lopez, welcome to the show. Appreciate you here, man. Why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself? Okay, I'm a 28-year Teamster. I uh, originally started with uh, Santee Dairies, Newts and Milk, uh, when I was 24 years old in the warehouse. Uh, it was local 630. Uh, <clears throat> moved around. that They closed that place down. Now it's a high school. Uh, moved on to another place, Ross Swiss Dairies, also local 630. Um, not very active those years as a teamster, honestly, just working, learning. Um, got the opportunity to come out here to uh, Southern Glazers Wine and Spirits. And it was, I believe it was 2003. 
in the warehouse. Uh, also, I, I, uh, I had forgotten it was a local 952 back then. They built a new warehouse, moved it over to uh, Santa Fe Springs, uh, became 630 again. Uh, the contract allows us to uh, transfer from warehouse to driver. So I got my commercial driver's license, became a driver, and the rest is history. I've been a driver ever since. I've been with Southern a total of 19 years. <coughs> I've, uh, I've been a steward. I was a steward with them for almost 10 years. Uh, someone retired out here in Riverside, got the opportunity to transfer. I came out to uh, 952 Riverside in uh, 2018. Uh, left being a steward uh, we had one already over here just sat back and would help him when he needed something unfortunately he got hurt and he had a he had to leave and uh, that's when I became a steward for 952 in 2020 and January 2020 right before the pandemic and everything else really got crazy everything was just talk and uh, I I got to put out there that uh, 848 was where I uh, I got my passion uh, Santangelo started it, and then Eric Tate came in. I had a, a great mentor, Tom Tullius, was my BA, and then my my last BA was Juan Medina, who's also a great guy, and all the people around them. And I just uh, I don't know something something about it there, you know, got something inside of me being more passionate about it, wanting to be more informed and. Uh, do things i learned uh it's not about me it's about us always about us especially if you're a teamster and uh, that's where that's where it all comes from right there and now that's why we're sitting here talking you know yeah it's amazing how this podcast is is growing where uh people from other other uh companies are, are hitting me up telling me how, how great the podcast is and how good a certain episode is and that's what it's about it's about growing and, and bringing us all together because at the end of the day, we're all Teamsters. We work for different companies, you know, but you're a driver just like me. So you're out there on road, you know, dealing with the same bullshit that I'm, I'm dealing with. And this podcast is going to grow. We're going to continue to grow. We're going to get other people from other companies, you know, that are whatever local you're from. It doesn't matter. But we're all Teamsters in the end. So we, you know, I was excited from this last election because we got a lot more votes this time. It wasn't like where I would want it, but it was about, excuse me, I think it was about 28% voted. So it was a lot more votes than I think the last election. So I was happy to see that people, more people are getting involved. And so that's what it's all about. People, you, you're, you're a teamster, man. You have, uh, you have a responsibility. You have a responsibility to get involved, dude, and, and, and vote. It takes literally 20 seconds to vote, put the envelope in, and, and mail it back out. And it's just a shame to see that only 28% voted. But it, it's a little it's a little bit something. And this podcast, we're going to get more people on. We're going to get people to get uh, put the information out there. And a lot of times people can't make it when they have meetings, right? Some of us work on Saturdays. And so we need, we need some way or somehow people to participate. And with this podcast, people can drive and listen to the podcast. They can listen to us as we're driving and get information that they missed if they didn't go to a meeting. So, you know, it, it's a it's a good thing, man. And we got to do it, man. 
and we'll get there. It's just one podcast at a time. So how do you like working? So how many years you've been working for Glazers Wine and Spirits? Uh, Southern Glazers Wine and Spirits. Uh, I've been working there 19 years. Uh, we deliver uh, wine and spirits. How alcohol. was it during the pandemic? Were you uh, working was, a lot? It was. It was. Uh, it was weird. Were more people drinking more than ever? Yeah. Yeah. But it was weird because, um, I mean, right right before March when everything shut down, that's when you started feeling, you know, you just didn't know what the hell was going on, right? I. Uh, a perfect example, I was delivering to a restaurant and I had my ramp that laid out at the back door, back door open, I'm rolling in stacks. I had I had half the load in. I go out to get another stack and I come back in and uh, fucking lights are out, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, power outage. Mm-hmm. So I go, hey, what happened? Power, go- no, they shut us down. And I'm thinking, fuck, I gotta put this back in the truck, right? Damn. And they go, no, 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 no. We're gonna open up again, Just just go ahead and bring it in. But you know that that was that was a trip, right? And, mm-hmm. I, and and it's like, wow, this is really happening. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then you show up to places, you know, you got your delivery, fucking note on the door, shut down, uh, we're closed, and it was just like boom, boom, boom. Had a a a, a bar that I had delivered to the day before, because it was right before uh, St. Patrick's Day. I still remember, cause it was a lot of shit. It was about 40, 50 cases of Jameson. Ooh. And then uh, the very next day, you got a pickup slip for 50 cases of Jameson because they shut down. And it was just like, you're just sitting there like, what the hell is going on, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It was, Did you it was anybody a, get laid off or you guys? Uh, we, had, we had a lot of guys get fur- In the beginning, it was um, uh, it was pretty cool. You know, we're only doing, uh, we average about 400 cases, anywhere from 25 to 30 stops mm-hmm. a day. That's a 14, 16-hour day sometimes, wow. right? Wow. Uh, but don't feel too bad for us. So four days a week. But um, yeah, in the beginning it was like, all right, I'm going out and clocking out at one, and that's also in our contract. You know, you you do less than ten, you still guaranteed your ten hours, which is pretty cool. Really? Yeah. So and that was the first time we've actually used it because other than that, we're always working more than ten. We should ask for that at our next contract. It's we want shit. a guaranteed ten. Nah. Right. Instead of eight, uh, we're it, guaranteed it's, ten. It's not. It's not all. It's, well, we're four tens. That's why you're guaranteed your full oh, day, okay. right? The minute the minute you come to work, but um, but it's. I mean, and you talk to any driver. But the, it's t- rare. But the ten after that eight, it's not overtime. After the ten, it's overtime. After the after 10. the ten. Yeah, after the okay. ten, it's overtime. Yeah, and double after twelve, right? Okay. But uh, but if you talk to the drivers, there's it's rare when guys get to experience the less than ten, right, and get paid yeah. for it. But yeah, back then <laughs> we were experiencing that, right? Eight-hour day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I live up the 15 freeway in the Cajon Pass, no traffic. Uh, my biggest headache right now is on Friday when everybody's going to Vegas. I got to sit in traffic. Shit, there was no traffic, no one going to Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was weird. It was weird, but uh, but we were out there, right? We were out there. Um, some guys they get furloughed. They're poor guys at home trying to figure out, well, what's next? Am I am I gonna start looking for another job? Is this gonna end? Uh, you know, like everybody else, we don't know what the fuck was well, going on. There right? are a lot of people that went on, uh, they went on, I don't know what it was, they were going on EDD, but the government was paying them good money. And yeah. so when after everything got lifted, a lot of people decided not to go, to go back to work and just stay on it because they were making more money than when they were working. It's still happening now. It's I mean, still I, don't happening know, now. I don't know how, I don't know, I'm, I'm assuming that those people went somewhere else, but, you know, I, I delivered to restaurants and I do Big Bear Lake Arrowhead. Right. Okay. And I delivered restaurants up there, and everybody's still got the help wanted sign. Yeah, you know? everywhere. Everybody, it's everywhere. Everybody. Any anything from dishwasher to cook. 
bartenders, all that stuff. Yeah, I don't know where everybody went. UPS, you guys are hiring, right? We're always hiring. <laughs> there was a uh, one of my customers. I seen him there. Because uh, usually when I when I leave work, they they got the new hires coming in, right? And they're wearing blue vest, and then you got the HR person with them. And I see one of my customers. I go, dude, what are you doing here, dude? He's like, oh, I needed a part-time job, you know. I was like, all right. And so I seen him the couple days later. I was delivering to him. And I said, hey, man, how, how's it going? He goes, oh, man, I quit. I go, well, that quick, dude? <laughs> he goes, ah, oh, man, uh, I got a better job. You know, I was I'm doing a, a, a top flight security with uh, Macy's. So what they do is they, they walk around like they're – their uh, customers and following people, see if they're still and shit like that. That was my job before I started working union, brother. Oh, yeah? Right there, yeah. Yeah, he loved it, dude. Yeah. He goes, oh, man, it's awesome. But anyways, he was telling me that the lady who was doing the hiring, HR lady, she said that I think there's like 15 of them. She goes, out of the 15, she goes, only two of you will probably end up staying. He goes, the rest of you guys will end up quitting. And that was a, that was a turn, uh, the, the turnout rate with – Hiring UPS, I mean, a lot of kids, they want to get paid more. They'll go to Amazon, you know, get get paid that extra money. And then we try to tell them, like, listen, you know, you're, you're going to be union. You got money going towards your pension. You know, you get full medical after a year, stuff like that. They don't think about they don't think about the future. They the think about term. now. They want they want to get paid now. And I know a lot of people I started working with in the hub, we all went to high school together. A lot of them went to other places that were paying more. But yet didn't have the type of benefits the uh, union has, and so uh, you know I see it. You know I see it, and, and I think one of the big, big things is with this contract coming up that uh, expires July thirty first, twenty twenty three, is uh, they want more more pay rate. You know they want more hourly rate for the part timers. So we'll see how that goes. No, it's definitely a, a something that's earned and uh, deserved. Um, you know. Uh, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, 7-Up, Cisco. Cisco's in a fight right now. U.S. Foods, Aramark, Mission, everybody. I mean, Southern. And then our our brothers over at R&DC used to be Young's Market, right? Yeah, I remember Uh, Young's. They were in Tustin. Yeah, we're, we're, when the shit hit the fan, we were still showing up to work. Be it that, yeah, there were some that got furloughed. They had to stay home. Mm -hmm. There were some that had the time and, uh, for their reasons, I, I had a guy at work who uh, he took the time off because he, he was taking care of his parents. He didn't want to get sick and bring it, right? Mm. But everybody else, you know, we're over here showing up to work, delivering product. Uh, all of a sudden, we're fucking essential, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we deliver alcohol. Well, okay, so, okay. I need my alcohol too, right? Mm-hmm. We're essential. Uh, and and uh, my company, I, I commend them. I actually told them, hey, good job on this, right? We started delivering water, shit ton of water, right in the beginning pallets of water because we do deliver it right now mm. uh fancy water pellegrino panna shit like that mm. and that kept us essential so i was like hey you would do what you got to do but at the same time we showed up and we kept these companies functioning and uh you know we'll get texts and videos from our our presidents or hey you guys are doing a great job you know we appreciate you business as usual that was that was the that was the thing back then business as usual mm-hmm. They're having their meetings on Zoom, you know. They're probably in their underwear with a suit on top, at, yeah, at, you know, yeah. doing stuff. And meanwhile, we're over here coming to work at the end of the day, 
in the beginning, uh, we're, you know, making Clorox mixes for the truck. Mm-hmm. I had a buddy, his fucking truck smelled like a swimming pool, right? Mm-hmm. He had babies at home. Uh, you know, guys getting home, the wives open the garage door for him. Spraying and, them hey, down. Fuck, no, take your shit off right there, get butt naked. Yeah. And, you know, and then, you know, and, that, and I know that story's not unique. I know it's out there. Yeah. And uh, so then, um, then they come along and, oh, we're going to give you hero pay. Uh, that's fucking hazard. Uh, that's fucking hazard pay, right? Yeah, it came out there. We didn't and get we, shit, yeah, they dude. Gave it, see, when they popped up, it didn't pop up with us first. It popped up somewhere else, and that shit left just as fast as it came, right? Mm. So, what was the hero pay? What was I the payout like on that? Three bucks or something like an that. An extra right? an hour. Yeah, extra an hour. Dude, it, we didn't get shit, working. dude. And see, and see, that's the thing. I don't even think you guys were considered nope. essential, nope. right? And I was delivering nothing but toilet paper, <laughs> dude. It was Christmas for a year. Christmas when it came. Mm-hmm. It didn't disappear, because even when it's when it's peak season, Christmas time, from October through December, no, it continues on because people got uh, gift cards, they got returns or packages that are coming in late because of people ordered their, sh- their stuff late. So it's usually people end around. Sometimes the, the, the there was years where they would end in March, it would go January, February, and then like more. I had a helper almost until like first week of March, one uh, years ago. So, when uh, when it when it, when it, everything shut down in March, it just Christmas continued on. People started ordering from Costco, toilet paper, and what what was crazy is our our growth of the company and the revenue we were bringing in was substantial. It was tremendous. Where you gotta understand, people that never ordered online, now they order online. A lot of older p- people, they found out how easy it was to just go on Amazon and order, and it comes to your doorstep. Everybody was ordering. I mean, it was it was insane. And it's still today. Now people know how easy it is to order online. The online shopping is is crazy. And so we, we were working hard. Working hard, peak, it was crazy. And we weren't labeled essential, no hero pay, no nothing. There's all oh, you're lucky you're working. Yep. You know, here's another, here's an extra 220 stops. Yep. And, they don't, you know, you you got to understand what that does to a person. Getting in and out of the car, doing 250 stops a day, in and out of the car for two years, you're, you're taking time off your body by working that hard, dude. And for us to not be labeled essential or anything like that, I think it's something that we got to, we got when we go to negotiate, we got to put that at the table. We got to come to the table and say, listen, it's time to fucking pay up. It's time to open up those pockets and, and, and take care of it. I mean, I lost my brother who was 35, who was a driver. Okay? He got sick at work, brought it home, got my parents sick. He died. Okay? And UPS kids hides, hides everything. How many people lost loved ones from going to working in the warehouse or going out and driving and and not to be labeled essential or a hero worker and then die. And then the company just keeps everything under the wraps. Keep going. Keep going. So we can get the the CEO an extra fucking $27 million bonus. That's bullshit. Yep. You know, so I'm happy that you guys were labeled. Well, that. see, that, that, that uh, you know, label or no label. Uh, we went from uh, heroes to zeros real quick. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, all of a sudden, um, you know, we got all these... Uh, so the company just put uh, R&DC and Southern Glazers, they just installed uh, cameras. 
in our trucks. Yeah, they did it, to it, us too. Yeah, they face us. They face the street. It's for is your it, protection. Is it like a? Is it like a square box? It's a with square blue? box. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah, got that yeah. too. It's for your protection. Uh, we're not here to fire anybody. You know, it's all right. That's all great. How much does that fucking cost? Do you know they pay? Do you know for us? There's a guy that just watches videos now. They pay him. He just watches all the videos all day long. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we got somebody like that. Mm-hmm. They, they tell us they don't, right? But uh, and, and it's all fine. You know, if you're doing your job, you're doing your shit. Mm-hmm. You ain't got nothing to worry about. But it still, it gets me. It gets the, audio. The way, it, the it way records audio too, right? No, no. Ours they actually opted out, and we've been told by the the COO that that's not what they're looking for. That they're not. One of the big things is uh, the hands-free. Uh, they don't want you texting and driving, which I respect, right? Yeah. We shouldn't be doing that, especially driving that big-ass truck. Uh, you know, they want us to wear our seat belts and, uh, you know, shit like that. But it just it gets us. You know, we talk about that, you know, amongst us uh, at, at the depots and stuff. I, I, I run into RNC drivers, you know, on my route. You know, mm. you bullshit a little bit, talk about it. And it's like we, too, have a contract. May 31st, ours ends, right? This will be the first contract in, what, six years. The last two, the first one was during the recession. It was considered an extension. We're just going to keep doing what we're doing. You know, our, our mm-hmm. um, health and welfare has been taken care of 100%. And here's your little raise, right? It was fine. And then the next one came 2020. Well, shit, you know, ain't nobody going to fucking strike. Ain't nobody want us to strike. Everybody was... Yeah, there's no need for an argument. Mm. Here's another extension, right? Mm-hmm. But those extensions took place when RNDC was Young's and Southern Glazers Wine and Spirits was Southern only. Mm-hmm. So this will literally be the first contract where it's Southern Glazers Wine and Spirits and RNDC, and I apologize, I don't know what those letters mean, right? But it's not the same companies that we've dealt with in the past. Mm-hmm. However, the pandemic... Thanks to our strong brothers and sisters, and I, I mean, I'm including the girls in the office, mm-hmm. okay? We, our office is in Cerritos. Um, you know, customer service, accounts payable, all those girls that are down there. Mm-hmm. These companies continue to function and prosper because of our willingness and ability to endure what was going on. I had my wife ask you, aren't you scared? And I told you, yeah, I'm fucking scared. People oh. are dying. COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah. People yeah. are fucking dying out there. And, you know, and it's one thing when, you know, you and I are wearing a mask and we know to stay away and this and that. But you as a UPS driver, and a lot of people don't realize, even us, you know, we, we deliver to different places. And you got, you got, you know, homeless people everywhere. And I, no, no, I'm not talking down to homeless people, but many have uh, mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. So they don't give a fuck if they walk by you, cough on you. They don't have medical care. They don't have, they don't probably don't even have the ability to purchase a mask, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we get so many personalities out there. You know, you had times when people didn't, you know, you have people who don't believe in it. So you got to go there. I had drivers that were fucking hardcore. They, they'd go in. We, we had some fucking bars that were open during COVID. Mm. Backdoor entrance, straight speakeasy shit, right? Yeah. Speakeasy shit. So we're like, damn, Mine I'm delivering? Open. Yeah, yeah. I'm delivering this place? And I had this one driver, dude, my hat's off to him. That fucker rolled it to the back door, rang the doorbell, backed away, said, there's your shit. Oh, no, you're bringing it. No, I'm not. You want it? It's there. I'm not going in there. And I was like, dude, I applaud you, bro. Mm-hmm. Round of applause for him, right? Because mm-hmm. he had a family. 
But then again, here we are, and that's the reason the companies. We have a thing called OND, October, November, December. That's when the shit hits the fan. Yeah. Our trucks are booked. You know, I tell my wife, I'll see you when Next I get year. home, right? That kind of shit. And she, she used to tell me, you know, oh, I look forward to Christmas and all that. I fucking hate Christmas, I used to tell her. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are you a Grinch? Because we're so damn busy, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm cool. My kids are grown. I ain't trying to run home anymore, so it's good. Mm-hmm. But um, OND's been happening since January for us. You know, these trucks have been loaded up. Uh, we're selling probably, if we're not selling the high-end shit, you know, Johnny Walker Blue, Don Julio 1942, mm-hmm. we're bringing you the flask of Fleischmann and Crystal Palace. Dollar a bottle shit, right? But we're bringing it. <laughs> and so and the way, yeah. So the way <laughs> I feel, the way I feel, you know, watching UPS, seeing, uh, you know, Cisco right now, Joint Council 42, I, I, I saw it pop up on Instagram that uh, they've been authorized yeah, to, to strike if necessary also. I feel like, dude, we, we did all this shit. Why are the companies, rather than wait for us to say this is our proposal, this is what we want, why are the companies not saying, you know what? Thank you. We've had a prosperous last two years. We, we, we made so much money when we thought we were going to fucking go bankrupt. We didn't know what was going to happen. You know what? Here's a three-year contract. $5 the first year, $3, $3, and we're going to leave your health and welfare alone. Why don't they come to us and tell us that? Why don't they step up and do the right thing? They had the the hazard pay, the the hero pay, and then they took it away from us. Why couldn't they leave it there and say, "There you go"? But instead, it's like because the know, government probably stopped mailing them their checks. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, it's like, dude, that's why those companies are still up there. That's why UPS is still there. Mm. Fuck, even Amazon, non-union. That's why they're still there because of people's willingness to see past the danger. And continue work. Be it that, yeah, we all got bills to pay, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people out there paying bills that didn't have to work. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And 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 yes, I'm blessed. I, I'm truly blessed to be in this company. You know, we all sacrificed something, and the companies didn't. <laughs> exactly. They didn't have to. And, well, I mean, they had to sacrifice their comfy offices and the, yeah. you know, the nice drive yeah, to work and the luxurious car, right? Yeah. yeah, sit at home with, you know, on Zooming all day with, with peanut butter fucking slapped on their balls yeah. and their dogs all licking it yeah. while they're Zooming, you guys. You so know, it's just, I don't know, man. You guys got a, 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 so your contract's up when again? May 31st. Wow, so. May 31st, 2023 is our. our uh, and how, how many, so you guys are, how many employees do you guys have? Um. We negotiate, Southern Glazers negotiates alongside RNDC from Southern California to Northern California. I could not give you the fucking number, dude. But, uh, right, but here, then right here, right here. 952 Local. Oh, 952 Local, we got, we got 24 members. We, 24 lost, we members. lost them to Oxnard to uh, 186, but the reality is it didn't make sense for them to drive all the way down here. You know, the, mm-hmm. It was kind of unbalanced, you know? Mm-hmm. As it is, I drive an hour and a half to go to the Union Hall. So I, I couldn't expect that. So, those guys. so Jimenez will be in there with the negotiations. Jimenez, I, I do it. I fucking hope for, I hope I'm in the negotiations. I actually, um, I jammed up, uh, Mr. O'Brien. I, uh, I went to the UPS, I went to the UPS, uh, meeting when he came down to 952. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. I fucking signed up like everybody else. Well, I was wearing my Southern Glazer shirt. 
I wanted I wanted to hear. I want to support you guys. Yeah. Just like I expect you guys to support us, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we're teamsters. Fuck yeah. fuck what company? We're teamsters. Mm-hmm. And um, but I they didn't let me in. It was standing room only. They said. So they my, wouldn't let they wouldn't you let me in. To the, to, not to the UPS one, right? Oh, okay. So so I had to go. There was my, room. Was it, when I, I heard it wasn't even packed. Dude, I had to go sit my lonely ass down and have breakfast, right? <laughs> After driving an yeah, hour and a yeah. half. Yeah. So so then I came back. Came back. Did the did the steward seminar. Right. And I was sitting there and, you know, O'Brien was taking pictures, shaking hands. And I'll, I'll be honest, dude, I was a little intimidated. You know, here is the leader of, uh, of the Teamsters now. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, and I said, fuck it. You know what, dude? This is your one chance. Let's do it. So I went up to him. I introduced myself. I spoke with him. Um, I told him, uh, you know, Southern Glazers, you know, we, we negotiate with RNDC and we, you know, our contract is negotiated. We're 952. It's negotiated amongst another 15 locals. So then he started rattling off, and I told him, yeah, you know, I know. I got buddies at 848, mm-hmm. 630. I've talked to 166, you know, different guys. We want to be a part of the negotiations, right? We want to be, because we've never been allowed. The stewards, they're, oh, there's too many guys. There's too many people talking. And it's not about talking. It's about listening and then when you, you call it for the night, being able to go back and tell your BAA, uh, okay, I heard this, this, and this. This is what it should be, you know? Because mm-hmm. reality is our BAs are learning also. Mm-hmm. And, again, that that's what I loved about 848. They, they've been a part of Southern and RNDC for so long, right? So now we have new people over here at, uh, at 952. Just like I want to be educated – I hope they have that same passion to want to be educated, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's not just it's not just me; it's it's all of us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so O'Brien looks at me and he goes, "Well, yeah, it's mandatory that you be there." I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, "Yeah, it, it was voted into the Constitution, just this recent uh, convention they had." So, like, so oh, the Teamsters yeah. Constitution. Yeah, the Teamsters wow. Constitution. Yeah. And I'm still w- waiting for the paper version of it, but I found it online on the IBT website. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. I'm okay. getting goosebumps just thinking about yeah, it, dude. Yeah, like, like, you like, get dude. to be there in yeah, the negotiation yeah. contract. I think it's very important. <clears throat> and I don't care if it's me or somebody else that represents us here. As long as somebody's there. Somebody who drives a fucking truck. Somebody who has to deal with what we deal with in general, right? And um, not somebody... It's like it's like you're going. Yeah, you, know, you say you tell you tell a story to somebody, and then he tells it to somebody. So a else. shop steward. So yeah. like how many shop stewards can be there? That that that's what that it says. Rank and file members are allowed to be there. So the, oh, the so technicalities. It if you're a shop well, I, I would hope at least a shop steward. That I think that's the best one because those shop stewards are the ones who communicate. Right, it trickles down from us. Yeah, we're yeah. not high and mighty. Right, <clears throat> in any way are we high and mighty, but we're the ones who communicate with people. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where the information comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, my 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 thing is, I've been in these uh, the proposal meetings that we do right at the hall, mm-hmm. and you go in there and uh, all right, you know this this you know this is a proposal. What do you guys want? What do you need? Blah 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 blah. And the message I've been giving out and talking to people is like, don't waste your fucking time. All right. Um, number one, Northern California has uh the day after thanksgiving off southern california we don't we work 
So guys, oh, we got to put that in, you know. Dude, it would be great to put that into the contract. But 19 years at Southern, it's been the same argument. We've brought it up. It hasn't happened for whatever reason. It hasn't happened. Don't waste your time requesting that. You need that. Save your PTO. Save your vacation time. Fucking call in, dude. Tell me you're not coming to work that we day. Get, we, get paid, we get paid for Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, see, we don't and, get the day after. And we get the option to work. Oh, nice. So nice. it's so we'll come in and, and see that'd be pay. cool. That that'd be cool. The option to work because we do come in. We come in. A lot of guys calling sick, and uh, we show up, and it's an easy ass fucking day, right? Mm -hmm. When you do show up, so it's kind of a, a waste. We're we're off Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and my my partner Robbie, he always pulls up. You know, we've talked about. It. Go, dude, why the fuck don't they just that week? We'll work Monday through Wednesday, you know, and take Thursday off. Why do they make us come in the day after? Black Friday, you know, you're, you're, you're sitting out there watching. Traffic's a bitch when you're trying to get to the malls to deliver to TGI Fridays or some shit like that, Olive Garden, right? Mm -hmm. People, don't, they don't want to see us. So we, we, that's one thing that I say, don't even fight for it. If you want it off, call off, right? Mm -hmm. don't, don't waste time asking for petty shit. You know, I, I've heard, oh, you know, they should give us uniforms twice a year. Uh, that we should get new shoes. Uh, you know, they should give us new equipment. Everyone go with the same state of mind when you go to your local. If you're listening to me, you're 952. Hopefully, you're others. Uh, 396, 186. I believe, uh, you know, 166, 63. When you go to the hall, just go in there and tell them. We want the same fucking contract and more money. Five-year contract would be gorgeous, beautiful, unheard of for a long time. Three years contract means you're going to get something, and we'll do it over in three years. But I think right now, the way gas prices are going up, food is going up, everything is going up except our checks. Yeah. Right? And we just got a raise in August, and it was, I think we got a, we got a raise for inflation, too. Oh, okay. I forgot how much. I think it was like an extra eighty cents or something like that. Yeah, okay. Then uh, you can buy. An, you can, that's an extra Starbucks during the week, right? Yeah, if you're lucky. An extra tall can. Yeah, fuck, dude. Nah, fuck the coffee. That. that didn't make me want to work more. Yeah, <laughs> the bottle of Fleischmann's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crystal Palace. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, dude. The the, it's got to be up there, you know. Mm -hmm. Everything everything's in We're, we're teamsters, mm -hmm. right? We're we're considered middle class, right? What is the so what is the what's the annual annual pay for for someone like a driver? Right I mean, now the drivers the drivers are fuck dude. I wish I should have looked at that. We're at believe at thirty six dollars an hour. Okay. That's right good. Now, right? We're at uh, I think we're at forty. Yeah, you guys are the big dogs. You guys are fucking nationwide, dude, you know? We're statewide. It's still not enough, yeah, man. Yeah. The houses no. over here are exactly. fucking a million dollars. Well, dude, I fucking moved to Wrightwood so I could look towards retirement, all right? I, I got divorced. That's I had a good deal in the dude, house you I, got, I, Dude, I had a house. In 2003, I had a house. I lived in Upland, four-bedroom house, private community, two-story house, right? I think I bought it for two seventy-five, right? My, my fucking mortgage was like 1800 bucks or something, mm -hmm. right? 
Dude, that's what it fucking costs you to rent a studio apartment down yep, here now. Yeah, uh-huh, you know. Uh-huh. So yeah, when I when I uh, you we're know, we're not more we're not middle class anymore. We're no, fucking... that's my point. That's my point. We need to become middle class again, right? Right now, if we're if we're basically, what do you call it? Poverty level. We honestly, are. we are. We're struggling. You know, everyone's struggling. And you need and, a two person <clears throat> income. Yes. Well, and that's why I moved to where I did. Right. My kids were grown. And not everybody is available to that. Dude, I, I drive 35, 40 minutes to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. We do it once a week, and that's what we do. So that, it doesn't work for everybody. You know, I, I, I leave the house at 4 in the morning in three feet of snow sometimes to get to work. Wow. You know? That's fucking badass, bro. But uh, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's why. That's I'm, why I'm, I'm the I, type of be like, oh, FMLA today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, <laughs> Let me I, just I, stay I, in and you know, get some Dude, I get up problem. extra. I get up extra early just to shovel a pass. So I can walk to my car. Uh, you know, so I don't. Man. I'm not stepping in the snow. I commend you for that, man. Yeah, That's a true American dude, hero. But it, it is. It is not, dude. It is gorgeous up there, dude. It is I, beautiful. I, I gotta. You know, I I gotta buy some more. I gotta buy property, man. And I don't know where to go because nowadays you need two person income. But you do that, you take you take the the mother away from raising the kids mm-hmm. and get, being mm-hmm. able to raise them and. You're in a dilemma, you know. What happened to the, the, the American family where the man would go to work, the woman would stay home and raise the kids. Yep. Now we don't have that option. Whose fault is that? We got to put blame on somebody. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You're, you're taking away uh, the the traditional family values for fucking corporate greed. And, and, and not to mention, I mean, you got sports. I mean, us growing up, you know, you had the park, you had flag football. Mm-hmm. They had all these programs where you can go for free. Shit, dude, I was paying for my daughter's uh, softball, you know, if you wanted her to go somewhere, and she did, thank God, right? She played softball all the way through college, mm-hmm. but you had to do the whole travel ball thing and this and that, mm-hmm. and that kind of, and then you're paying, it was like 200 bucks a month, right? On top mm-hmm. of everything else, the travel, the hotels mm-hmm. and all that, and, and this is just to help your kids better themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it does, it does, everything goes up, so, yeah. We, I have a coworker do. of mine, I, I, I've known him for many years. And uh, he's got his own route now, and and I've I've watched him grow up in the hub, right? Working, you know, loading trucks, being my helper. Now he's got his own his own route, the route that actually was one of my favorite routes, and he has it now. And then I got to catch up with him a couple weeks ago, and I haven't seen him, haven't heard from him. You know, we follow each other on social media. We see, I see him, you know, doing a lot of things with his with his daughter, and he's he's focused. He gets off work. At a decent time, he, he runs. He's coaching his daughter's softball team. And he said one thing and that, that, that stuck to me. He says, uh, because his daughter and I think my son are the same age, he said, you know, she's she's 14 years old, right? And he's been working with her at softball, right? Mm-hmm. He goes, I only got four more four more years left to do this. Dude. He goes, I want to enjoy every moment of it. Dude. And I, I was like, damn, man. Dude, I go, that, I, I, that, was, that was really wise for him to say that goal. Because I coached my son's flag football team mm. for three seasons. You know, during the pandemic, nobody did anything. So a lot of these kids that I got grew up playing flag football, right? They were, you know, since they were five. But they missed their fifth and sixth grade season. Same thing with my son. So when he went to try out for the school for junior high league, uh, over 100 kids showed up. And so 
you know, the coaches could only select Process 12 players. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I felt bad. I said, is this what you want to do? Because I grew up playing football. I played football in high school. I was supposed to play for a junior college dude, but I was too damn small. <laughs> they one day recruited me. Uh, Fulton College recruited me. The recruiters called me every day. And I just, I, I was too, I was, they wanted to be at like 205, dude. I was like 145 when I graduated high school. So I didn't, I just, it, I was too small, dude. I was like, I'm not, dude. These dudes are big and yeah, hard. Beast. I just couldn't. And so, uh, but I did. I'm going to the school and, and like I knew the football players and I worked out, did all my things over there. So, uh, you know, I, I, I said, okay, you know, uh, I told my son, I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign you up. And so I signed him up for this local league, the Matt Leinert Flag Football League. And my son, uh, well, the, the, the coordinator called me. And this is when my brother had just passed, right? It was August. He had he would pass the. Uh, I don't even think we've done the funeral yet. And he calls me and he says, "Hey man, uh, I want to see if you want to coach." Because back when I graduated high school, I wanted to coach. I like coaching and I like teaching. I went to school to become a teacher. Went to Cal State Fullerton. I graduate. I graduated actually from Fullerton College, and then went to Cal State Fullerton. Graduated from there as well. Uh, and I was going to be a teacher. That was my thing. I was teaching Sunday school at my church. And also I was going back to my old elementary and I was teaching the, the kindergartners. I liked the little kids. You know, the little kids, they got so much big imaginations and all that. So I wanted to be a kindergarten teacher. Long story short, uh, you know, I was working part time at UPS as well. And so when I graduated, it took about six years to become a full time driver to get promoted to be a driver. So at that time, I had, I had my my oldest now who's 20. And I said, I got to go driving. I got to make money. You know, I was living with my parents and and it's just like getting treated like you're a teenager and you're married. and You got a little baby. And I, and so I took the driving. I didn't want to drive. I hated driving. And once I got my first check, I go, holy shit, this this would change someone's life. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I became. But going back to my son, uh, the guy calls me in the corner. He goes, I don't I don't have anybody that wants a coach. And I usually. There's always someone that wants to, they wants a coach. I'll, I'll coach, and they want that position. Nobody wanted to do it. And I said, why doesn't anybody want to do it? It's because everyone's working. The mom and the dad, everyone's both working. And so I, I said, dude, my brother just died. I don't know if I can do it. And the guy told me, he goes, listen, it'll keep your mind off of things. And he was right. It did. I said, okay, I'll do it if no one else wants to do it. I was supposed to have an assistant, a team mom. No one fucking volunteered for anything. I was I – was, sending out text messages and, and getting the kids and I, I had to do all these things but it did help me it helped me keep my mind off of what ha happened to my brother and my parents and uh, we did I did it for three seasons and I loved it now my kids playing high school ball but do I miss coaching yeah I loved it I loved every moment now I now there's four players from the team that I used to coach that are playing for the same high school that my son plays for so I get to see them play and see that I was part of helping them develop but I got these kids. They they missed two seasons, man. These kids did not get to play any sports for two years, and we won't know for many years to come what effect is that going to have on them. You know, because one of the coaches from the high school told me that he goes, these kids didn't have anything. We we had to start from scratch. And the skills, and the skills, <laughs> and everything. Yeah, that happened at my my daughter's the, the high school she left behind. You know, we check in on it is LA Unified out there and they uh yeah no no softball last year it's like hey who's playing who they're not everything just and I don't know what the reason was 
you know, well, yeah, COVID, right? Yeah. But like some of it didn't come back, you know, mm-hmm. and that school was one of the one of the competitors in LA Unified, you know, mm-hmm. they always made it to the playoffs, even though they didn't get far when they started playing the the big girls from out in the the valley and shit, mm-hmm. right? Those those man. They, so you're all this. She's playing uh, college ball. She she finished. She she oh, graduated. She graduated from La Sierra University. Okay. With a, a bachelor's in uh, speech. Oh, nice. Speech science, and now she she's uh, she's over at Loma Linda, and uh, she wants to do something great. I'm proud of her. She wants to work with kids. Uh, with speech impairments. Okay. Uh, that that's one of her options. So she got a scholarship and everything. No, she she. <clears throat> this is the thing. Um, everybody talks about those full rides and all that. She did not get a full ride. And as a matter of fact, uh, when it comes to softball or I- anything in general, she had some good grades, mm-hmm. right? I believe she had a three point eight at that. And the coach they gave her a scholarship. Her help came from academic. And that made it easier for the coach to take her on because now they had the money they're given, a limited amount, right? They uh, they could use that money for somebody else. And they still threw her some, you know, a thousand here, two thousand there to help with their books and stuff like that. But uh, it, it was it was a trip. It was an experience when she was there. Um, it was where she she where she belonged first of all, right? She's a small player. Uh, you know the girls that go to UCLA and freaking Michigan, dude. Those girls are are big. Those you know those girls are good. Mm-hmm. They're up there. My daughter was I think big she's old bulldogs. Yeah, I think she's uh, she was what five, I don't know five, shit five four or five three. So she's a tiny one, right? Mm-hmm. But she was there, and that that's something that I would look at when I would when she was looking at colleges. Mm-hmm. I would look at the roster and the size of the girls and their positions, because that kind of made it possible for her like you're saying you mm-hmm. know you were too small but uh yeah not not a, not a not a full ride but she got help i mean she's gonna have some bills to pay when she's done but I, i'm proud of her i'm proud of where, where she's at yeah, and that's what she's where, doing you that, know yeah that's where i'm at with my 20 year old like she we put a college phone away from her but like she thinks that that's enough to pay for everything oh, i, I said it's 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 what we're talking I, about i, I took my own loan out i took my own loan out and i got financial aid and i think i owed maybe you know, back then, Cal State Full, I think I owed like twenty thousand when I when I finished, mm. but I paid it off, paid it off over the years. I think the minimum, I think it was like a hundred dollars a month, and that when you're making, you know, hundred thousand dollars a year, hundred dollars a month ain't gonna make a big deal. Yeah, you know, and so eventually I paid it off. I says everyone's gotta, we don't, we're 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 not the rich and wealthy. Yeah, you know, I got a little bit of something put aside for you, but. You know, nowadays it, it that won't yeah, go. It far. doesn't go far. I mean, you, you were asking me uh, what's the average. Well, I want to say I think at the lowest with Southern, I think I was at uh, maybe I think the lowest I made was eighty seven thousand, eighty eight thousand a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the highest I've made is a hundred and ten, but that's working fucking crazy overtime that's Saturdays, Mondays. Uh, I know guys. I know guys are working the warehouse because as a driver, a commercial driver, you got limited hours. But when you're working in the warehouse, you're not driving the truck, so you can work more. So I got guys that go in there. They got no kids or their kids are grown. And I've heard fuckers going 130, 140, right? But that's a unique number. So that's that's the wonderful thing about our job, the hourly thing. Mm-hmm. When the overtime's there and you got if you got the desire and you're good at waking up another day, you can make the money, right? Mm-hmm. And But that's got nothing to do with with the amount of money well i mean it does right the amount of money you make hourly mm-hmm. but that's all bonus shit right there that, that's you hustling right putting the hustle mm-hmm. to get to that and that's a fucking we 
that's a crazy hustle when you got to work 70 hours, 60 mm-hmm. some hours a week to be on top. Yeah, to 70 be hours able, too much. Yeah, to be, but that's that's the hustle you got to do to be able to make sure you can make the mortgage. How many more years you got left, you think? Uh, I look at 10. I just turned 52 yesterday. So 62. Right? So happy birthday to me. Oh, and yeah. Then, happy uh, birthday, bro. <laughs> just turned 52. Dude, just turned say. 52. What did you do so. for your birthday? Fucking absolutely nothing, dude. Oh, man. So my, my wife kept saying, you you want to do something fun? I go, I'm doing it. You know, <laughs> I'm fucking doing it, chilling. You know, popped open a couple beers, barbecue mm-hmm. some filet mignon in the barbecue Ooh, in the back. Nice. And, uh, and, you know, grilled down on some steaks, you know. As a matter of fact, I got one left on over when I get home right now. Nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just chill. Uh, my, my homies, right, I, I call them my, the roll call. My homies on the mm-hmm. roll call, right, they talk shit to me because uh, I'll get bored in the backyard and I uh, – I built a I built a deck for the squirrels, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I put I put I put nuts up there and shit and just chill and just watch, dude. We get uh we get woodpeckers, we get blue jays, we get you know squirrels. How much chipmunks. is how, mu- how much of the house? Did the house's pricing go up dude, over there? Dude, um, I bought my house for two hundred and sixty thousand, a small two bedroom house, mm-hmm. nice piece of land. Right, I bought some dirt. Um, right now it's worth approximately. Almost four hundred. Damn. And this is this is twenty nineteen to now, right? And that's what we're talking about. You know, you say you know people going shit. I bought it just in time, dude. Because I tell you right now, if if I hadn't have bought it then, I wouldn't be able to buy it now. It's just everything's just crazy. My wife doesn't have to work. I'm the only one that goes to work. You know, my my stepson, my stepson, uh, he um, you know, he got a job down at one of the local bar and grills. He got his bachelor's in uh, business accounting, but the bank wouldn't hire him. That uh, bank wouldn't hire him because he didn't have experience working uh, anything. Like, and he was looking and looking. That's and looking, stupid. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. what pissing me off. You get yeah. a college degree mm-hmm. for something, but you don't have experience. Mm-hmm. How the but, fuck are you supposed to get experience? But I'm a true believer that everything happens for the reason, yeah. for a reason. Because where he's at right now, they fucking love him. He's a he's a no drama kind of guy, so they they like him there, right? Which is in general, everything happens for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we, we, we need, everybody needs more money, you know, UPS, Cisco, U.S. Foods, Southern, RNDC. And uh, the members need to think future, not just right now, this minute, right? We talk about this election. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about it. 952, and, and, and be it that I've only been here, so I'm just learning names, okay? And and right now. How many years have you been in our local now for? Uh, four. Okay, four years. Four, and it's. it's so you uh, got in when Jimenez. When Jimenez won. I, yeah. I actually got to vote the previous election. Like, it was. And back then, I was like, you know, I was literally, who are these people, right? Mm-hmm. Who should I vote for? Because mm-hmm. I didn't know anyone, right? Mm-hmm. And then Jimenez won. Uh, you know, I, I like that he changed it to Saturday. I know some people don't, but I mean that Wednesday thing, dude, fucking from Riverside. I was like, no. Nah. So this Saturday is cool. It's I got used to it. Eight forty-eight is Sunday. Fucking church. I'd get there early, go have breakfast with the homies, bullshit, go to the meeting. I would like it to be changed on Sundays. Yeah, that that that's pretty cool. I think Sunday's a more early. Neutral day. I know three nine six the same way. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a neutral day. Actually, I think there's a meeting today for them too. 
Oh, there's, there's a lot of meetings going on. My six thirty. I will, I will like for yeah, because Saturdays I work over. I work and no, it's no, overtime. It's overtime. Yeah. Yeah, because I eight I do eight hours during the week, eight and a half, and then. Yeah. Uh, well, I I've I've gotten here at, at nine fifty two. I've been able to get some guys. Hey, dude, we'll show up early. Go have some breakfast, and, uh, and some guys ended up not. They say they're going, but then the overtime pops up, and you know we all got bills to pay, so they'll work and whatever. But either way, just the weekend alone, I think is cool. I I, I do like that. Um, you know, uh, I'm still learning the the things that takes place. You know, uh, Danny Herbert is my business agent. Uh, I got nothing nothing bad to say about him. He's a good guy. Um, I'm just getting to know John Green. He's cool. Um, Eric Jimenez. I don't know him. Mm-hmm. I don't know him. I don't know him. Uh, and first of all, congratulations to members first, right? They won. Mm-hmm. Right? So, mm-hmm. But uh, Eric Jimenez, I don't know him. I can't say I hate him, but I do dislike some of the things he does, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've been, you know, my passion came as a teamster that we do things for the members. We do things for e- each other, right? Mm-hmm. I know it's stupid. There's no I in team, right? Okay. And that's that's the God honest truth. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm the type of person that I love talking to people. If, if if you roll up on me from UPS with a package, uh, as I hand you a Coke at my front door, I'm going to be like, hey, dude, what local are you from, right? Mm-hmm. And then just bullshit a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's an opportunity to get to know other people with like. We, we, we might not be like-minded, but we all have the same goal to provide for our families and be able to retire with a pension. And, you know, and look back at all our hard work, mm-hmm. right? If you're a teamster, you sweat, right? Mm-hmm. You're a teamster, you know what it's like to get up from sitting too long and fucking shit hurts, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, fucking, I always joke about it sometimes. The and, backbone of America. Yeah, well, I, dude, my fucking, sometimes I do, I say, shit, dude, ibuprofen, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. Those are my vitamins, mm-hmm. you know, just to get you through. Mm-hmm. So... Coming over to 952, it, it was new to me uh, when I started seeing division, right? And I've always been big. I mean, come to me with the solution if there's a problem, right? That's always the best. If you come with the solution, it might not be the right solution, but at least it gets the conversation started, right? We don't mm-hmm. always, we don't have to be right. We don't have to think alike. So, I came over, I came over 952, and first thing that stood out to me was, why is, why are these names on the t-shirts, on the stickers, right? I, I, I mean, I, I, 630, 848, I, I know, it's just Teamsters, Teamsters local, blah, 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 mm-hmm. right? And then, you know, it, it's, uh, 848 has the world famous, and that came from an inside a little inside kind of joke thing. Not joke, but Eric Tate visited Japan. Mm-hmm. And then, hey, we're world famous now, right? Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. And and it just stayed, dude. It's just, you know, one of those slogans that stayed from there, right? Mm-hmm. So when I came, I came over here and I see this big old banner in the hall that says, uh, you know, local 952, the one and only. Well, fuck, I don't think there's any other 952, if <laughs> I'm correct, right? So, yeah. And my, my theory is, no matter what local you're at, you're not the one and only. You're the one of many. 
We're fucking teamsters, mm-hmm. right? We're not teamsters, just blah. We're many. Um, you know, you, you see these, you see these uh, crazy accidents when cars flip over, right? One person didn't run over and pick the car up off the person. No, you see all these fucking people come together from different walks of life. You see suits, you see shorts, mm-hmm. you see dickies, you see fucking wife beaters, you see dresses, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody together throws that car over to save that person. Mm-hmm. Nothing can truly happen by one person. One person can lead, right? Mm-hmm. But nothing can truly happen. You have to have a lot of people working together. Mm-hmm. Together and experience. And again, like I told you, the names I gave you, Eric Jimenez, John Green Danny, that's where my, my knowledge of people at 952 stops, mm-hmm. right? I know, and this is just from learning, you know, from other people telling me that there's people that were called back, they got experience, and and to me that's like that's fucking cool, cause we need we need history, right? There's a lot of shit that could be, and I, I'm big on writing things down and and having it in writing, but it's always the best when you can, like, hey Steve. What what happened and you know how do we fix this and this this is this is a problem oh shit right there article thir- article thirty five page four boom 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 right mm-hmm. shit like that that that's that's history right there mm-hmm. and I like that but right now what I see is uh, things happening I mean this election it got ugly dude the, and then but I mean I I guess I guess it's it, that's the way it is right. People, it's in every local throw, from what I've been told. Mudslinging mud left and right, this and that. And, uh, you know, all these accusations came up, all these things that were like, uh, you know, when they threw out the shit, the sale of the property, right? The empty parking lot. Mm-hmm. Personally, I didn't see anything wrong with selling a parking lot. What I saw wrong was that it wasn't voted on. Yeah. That's you know? what I've heard from multiple yeah, it's sources. Like, I, I we should have voted on that. Yeah, I didn't know about it till it was sold. And I came into a meeting one day, and we had a fucking show and tell. And this is what the property, and this is the line, and this and this and this. And I was like, we sold the fucking property? We. We sold the property? Because I didn't sell it. Mm. Right? And I don't know if you sold it, you know? Oh, yeah, we put the money back in. All right. But, again, there was nothing wrong with it. And Eric got the votes to win this election. So he would have got the votes to sell the property. Right? Yeah. So it all comes down to, to uh, how, you, how you perceive things, how you see things, you know, mm-hmm. and present them. Um, I got girls that uh, work over at Cerritos, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're shop stewards. Mm-hmm. Or should I say were shop stewards. And I'm hearing that way too much were shop stewards from a lot of different angles and shit i'm a shop steward maybe after this podcast comes out uh, fuck if i may not be a shop steward no no he's not gonna uh, do that it's uh you know these girls um they were at the women's convention i believe it was for cerritos girls from cerritos Cerritos. okay and uh they were there and uh you know this is prior to oz winning prior to the election and we all know, you know, uh, Jimenez supports Oz. I supported mm-hmm. Power Slate, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, again, Eric Tate, 848. That's all I needed to hear. I got to meet Ron Herrera 
and I'm learning more and more about him. He's a he's a really good guy. But anyways, uh, so Eric wanted wanted all the girls to show we support Oz, and these two girls are like, nah, we support Power Slate, mm-hmm. right? And he fucking flipped out on them, dude. Right? He flipped out on them, threatened to take in. I think it's called Stifen, right? When they get paid for being there, all that. He it was a big fucking deal there. So then that got taken care of. I don't know what. I, I think they got their pay and whatever, but you know, it, it kind of leaves a, a. I love seeing a woman empowered as a teamster, right? That's that's like icing so, on the cake. So Jimenez told these girls. To that he wanted them to wear the T-shirt, but they were from three nine six. No, see? they were no, they were from nine five two. Oh, okay, they were from nine five two. But he wanted everybody to wear an Oz shirt, and it goes like, "Nah, we're not Oz, we're Power Slate, right?" Mm-hmm. And and he got mad, he got mad over that shit. And you're at a woman's well, conference. When, when we won the delegates, and they we had that IBT uh, conference over the internet. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of the, well, the, the Power Slate. Delegates that won, or the solidarity slate that won, uh, they won. Uh, they got all the votes. I mean, I think it was like eight to ten yeah, or something like that. Uh, supposedly, I don't know. I'm like I said, Eric Menes is supposed to come on the show and and give his side of the story. But what I've been told is that the doors were shut to them, and that Ron Herrera opened his doors to his local 396, and so 952 solidarity slate went to 396 to watch the IBT there. I heard the same thing. And I, I mean, that's not cool. No, no. Well, you got to, you got to be the bigger man. Yes. Well, see, that's what I mean. Back, you, back you to got, these you're, girls. You're, you're the, you're the commander in chief. Yes, sir. Well, back to these girls. You know that that left, I'm sure, some tension. Um, and this just happened recently, just prior to the, prior to the election. Uh, they assigned a lead person to become. A shop steward while the girls are still there so in our contract it says that a lead person is an extension of management um, I was a lead prior to becoming a shop steward over at 848 I left it to become a shop steward in my opinion it's always been a conflict of interest so anyways he assigned this 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 individual and now these other two stewards are working with an individual who's a uh, a lead. All right, you know they reached out to me, asked me, "Does this right?" This and that. I said, "No, I just I don't know if it's right. Or I don't feel that it's right, but I mean, it's not a crime. Just uh, you you two keep doing what you do. You know you have the experience there. Use your knowledge. Continue to help the members, and hopefully everything goes smooth." Well, one of the girls went into the manager's office to go ask about something, something, something to the deal that, you know, what does this individual do? Because, you know, when, when members, we, we, you know, we all have our jobs to do. And when work gets pushed off on others and somebody else is fucking off, basically, they come back. They'll, they'll, they'll come to the stewards, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's natural. Like, hey, you know, um, I just came in and just curious, you know, uh, Steve, I, I've seen Steve over here. He, uh, you know, he has to run this route, but lately... You know, George is getting his 10 stops. Or whatever. So something similar to that, right? That lead slash shop steward went to Eric and said, hey, these girls were in there uh, bringing reproach on a member, right? So then fucking, I think a few days go by and here comes Eric. 
right? Mm-hmm. And I get a text from one of the girls, hey, they're here, they want to interview, they want to interview so-and-so. And uh, I don't know, I go, all right, one, I don't think it's right that they're there. They should have called you to the hall and not do this in front of the company. Because in my opinion, the companies are are, are fight, right? But uh, you know what? Just take notes. Uh, you know, as a shop steward, our job is to make sure that people don't get diarrhea of the mouth, say too much. So just go in there, take notes, and answer the questions, and then you know, and then see what comes from that. Mm. Well, the person that be that was being questioned, her cousin is a, a shop steward for six thirty in the warehouse. Mm. He's my homeboy, right? And she reached out to him. He said, "Hey, it's your it's your statement. Tell me you're going to record it." That way no one says that it's anything different. Mm-hmm. So she said, I'm going to record it. I guess uh, from what I heard, Eric didn't like that. And they left. So nothing took place, right? So you drove an hour and a half out there? To oh, no, not me. This is this. Oh, him. No, no, he yeah. went out to Cerritos. So oh, Cerritos. Cerritos okay. is right here down the street. Okay. So he went down there. So then uh, the next day or the day after, the girls sent me a picture of the letters that got sent to HR. They've been removed as shop stewards. The the e-board voted and uh, misconduct is the word that that uh, yeah misconduct he did, he right did, he did that in Anaheim too well he removed them for misconduct so that's already like fuck they've been removed as shop steward the girls are upset obviously well to add insult to injury he shows up the next day gathers all the employees in front of the company in front of in front of Southern Glazers Wine and Spirits Cerritos. To tell them, I removed these girls from misconduct, blah, 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 blah. The girls tried defending themselves. That's not what happened. This, and he starts talking over them. And they're, they told me, dude, that I felt so embarrassed at what he did. And I was like, okay, one, you're claiming the individual brought reproach on a member. And now here it is, our principal secretary treasurer right principal officer is over here embarrassing them like what kind of fucking bullshit is that dude and that's that's when when that happened and i'll be honest when that happened that's when i something triggered inside of me because i was still you know i was like you know danny's good he's doing his shit john green seems like he's you know he's working things out it's good but that was like my breaking point like fuck this you know I'm voting solidarity, you right? Mm-hmm. And I had already started supporting solidarity because of all the other little things, you know. But that was like that was like the fucking backbreaker right there, right? Um, ninety-five hundred members for nine fifty-two and two thousand five hundred or some shit like mm-hmm. that voted. That's fucking pathetic, dude. It is. You know how were, how was it at, at eight four eight? How how were the votes? I, I can't say it can't was say any better. Dude. Any better? Yeah. Any better? But I I really didn't have to worry about those numbers back then because I'm I mean you're not gonna get anything different from me. Eric Tate does a hell of a fucking job. Right? I've, I've done some picket lines with him uh, when he was. Uh, I like Eric Tate. Yeah, when he was doing uh, XPO, right? Uh, you still you talk know. to him? You know? I reach out to him every once in a while. I'm I'm closer still to the to his uh, BA, right? I actually was out maybe there. Maybe get them on the podcast or maybe the no, BA. No, I'll fucking tell you. Shit, that'd be badass. But I think they're, they're – I guess once you hit BA status, I think you you're, you got to be more cautious of what you say and how you say it or whatever. That's kind of how I feel, mm-hmm. right? But, um, but yeah, no, they, um, they've always been good out there, dude, you know? 
So I, I really never saw those numbers. But I had heard, you know, the, the previous election, the numbers were low. This election, the numbers were low. Um, but I'm a true believer that everything happens for a reason, mm -hmm. right? Again, congratulations to members first. That's who's there for the next three years. 1,500 people right? voted. They, and and that's, that's good. So now they, they, for they, them. they represent 1,500 people, it looks like, right now, right? Because mm -hmm. everybody else must be not knowing what they want or who they want. Mm -hmm. um, everything happens for a reason, right? I got to meet uh, Carlos Quiones. Dude, I, I, I was impressed by the, the knowledge he brings, mm -hmm. right? He was an organizer for the IBT, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I just I just uh, astounded by 700 volts. One of the things that I was upset about is that they should have been pounding the pavement as soon as Eric won. Yeah, I agree. You should have been pounding the pavement. And they waited to the last three months, and they thought that, I don't know what they were thinking. In the last three months, they're going to go pound the pavement hard and, and get these votes when Eric's been working for three years. Yeah. What do you think well, he's Eric, been doing Eric, behind Eric, the scenes? Eric, I mean, I'm not going to say he's doing anything illegal, but being <clears throat> the secretary treasurer, not only is he, you know, doing his job by showing up at a house and checking on things, He's also promoting himself at the same mm -hmm. time, and that, that's another thing. Uh, this is this is directed straight at fucking Eric. He has not set foot in my house once since he took office. I was not a shop steward when the pandemic began, and I called him, and I told him, "Look, this is the time that the members need to hear." You hear from you see from you, see you right oh it's only 24 members I yeah mean, i don't give you're a at fuck, the bottom dude. of the yeah, barrel i wouldn't members. either obviously yeah right but you, you but know so, but see, that's my point dude it doesn't matter how 24 2400 doesn't matter you gotta fucking make that trek shit i'd make a vacation out of it dude 9500 members is 9500 members because you add those 24 on top of the rest mm -hmm. right it, 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 it's like I said with the car. When you got everybody in, you can flip that car over. Well, you need to work for the 9,500 members. You're taking the 9,500 members' dues, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if your fucking cell phone goes down, well, shit, you're only paying, you know, 50 bucks a month. <laughs> it's just you. You're a single guy. Oh, you're just as fucking pissed off because you're paying those 50 bucks, right? Mm -hmm. You want your phone to work. Mm -hmm. Well... That's the same shit. And I wasn't asking for much, dude. I told him straight out, it might sound corny, dude. But right now is a time where people just need to have someone hold them and tell them everything's going to be okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Hey, you know what, brother? I'm going to, yeah, you know, let me get, let me get. I go, ho, ho, I'm not the shop steward. Call my shop steward so he'll know. You know, I'm not trying to step on anybody and set something up. And I'm thinking, fuck, here comes Eric. Yeah, he's going to show up and talk to the guys, right? Mm -hmm. John Green showed up. Jeff Sweet showed up, my BA at the time. That was it. Handed out some masks, this and that, and I'm fucking saying, okay, well, Mary, maybe Eric's late, right? No, they came, they left, and and again, that's why I, 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 I do support John Green. 
right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what happened. Jeff Sweet, I think he went out for a while. Danny became my uh, my BA. Uh, you know, we hit it off. We communicate well, and that's another reason I'm cool. But till this day, I mean, other than me going to the hall and seeing Eric, right, pumping his chest and explaining himself, I I I I can't. But like I said, I don't hate him. I I don't fucking know him, but I dislike the things that I've seen take place. Right. I I know. I understand. Well, you know, as a BA, I can't go to all the houses. I can't be there every day. If there's nothing wrong, why do I have to be there? You hear all that shit. That was something that Carlos Quiones, you know, he fucking lit me up when he said, I, I, I hit him up. I go, hey, uh, how often do you think a BA should be at, at the barn, right? He said, once a month. There's no fucking excuse if, if, uh, if a BA has got to, you know, do some emails and shit, he could sit down in the break room at Coca-Cola, make sure he talks to all the members, do what he's got to do and move out. And I was like, yeah, I like that, right? And, and Annie, Danny's come close to it, right? He's come close. He, he rolls in, pops up. The guys, you know, say their concerns. We have small issues. But again, Eric, Eric, I haven't seen Eric, right? And I don't know if he's super busy, you know, removing stewards at other. Yeah, I can. Whatever, we you know? we can sit there and just, and and you know, I could say, well, it's it's twenty four. Mm-hmm. He's not worried about twenty four votes. You know, he's focused more somewhere else. He's more worried about staying in office than worrying about you know twenty four. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. He's supposed to come to the show. Like I said, we're well, supposed maybe, to have a schedule. Yeah. You know, have who, an explanation for all that, right? But you know, I also you know would feel you. Like how you feel, you know, like just because we're small, man, we, we still need our leader here. You know, we we, we, we want you here. And uh, I don't know. I've never been a secretary treasurer. I don't know his. Yeah, yeah, res- yeah, I don't right. know what his thing is doing or, or what other fires he's putting out. I don't know. Maybe we should we should do a day, uh, uh, a day in the life of a secretary treasurer. And I'll just follow him in as a videotape and just. Have him mic'd up, you know, and, 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 and do something like that and see what he's doing. But, you know, he. I think maybe once he should have came. Yeah. I, I, Especially I, during I, the, I, pandem- yeah, pandemic, the pandemic, you got to make yeah. it around. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was my thought. I mean. No, I feel you. Unless he has some pre, pre-existing conditions and, you know, all that other shit that mm-hmm. everybody uses to stay away from other people, right, during the pandemic. So he was getting rid of uh, shop stewards if they're supporting the yeah. power slate, huh? Yeah, that, 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 they, were, no, the, they were supporting the power slate, and uh, these ladies also supported Solidarity. And, uh, I mean, for the record, I support Solidarity. Not only the, not only the slate, but the definition of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, again, from, from what I came from, you know, 848, 630, we're all right there in the warehouse. 952 if you transfer your seniority transfers with you so to me it's more than just one and only it's one one of many right Mm -hmm. we all are together Uh, this uh this upcoming contract not only is it southern now it's rndc so i mean we're all one of course we're not all we don't all agree on the way things should go i mean everybody has their ideas but i like i like differences and the reason I like differences, I like differences when they involve discussions, right? Uh, I think it's ignorant when uh, 
people say, you know, fuck him, right? Mm. I, I'm cool, you know, when, when the fuck flies off the, the mouth, it's pretty smooth and relieves some tension, right? Mm. But at the same time, it's it's it works when you communicate with someone who's not on your side, right? It, uh, uh, my partner, David, uh, he's the shop steward over at 848, right? And we have this thing we call a devil's advocate, right? And he'll hit me up. And this is us against the company, all right? He'll say, well, you know, this and this and this and this. And then I'll, 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 uh, I'll come up with something from my experience. Uh, yeah, well, the company's going to throw this shit at you. How are you going to fight it, right? Well, that's the same thing with people who don't agree with you. <clears throat> I, um, I've, I've listened to a couple of your podcasts, right? I can't mm -hmm. say I'm a avid avid listener you're, yet, you're just, right? You right? just I'm found new. it. I'm new, yeah. yeah Harry, new. Harry Gutierrez, uh, he turned me on to you. And uh, I listened to uh, Jose Negreto, mm -hmm. right? When I was, I, I was listening to him, and then he's got a lot of information. He's got shit. It's like, that's his thing, right? Mm -hmm. He started talking about Ron Herrera. Dude, all I knew about Ron Herrera for a while was that he was running, you know, for the top position. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he brought up that he holds this position, that position. So I was like, oh, fuck. Let me start following this guy, right? And, dude, I, I applaud Ron Herrera because that's a lot of fucking work he's doing, mm -hmm. dude. I saw him uh, I saw him on the news one day uh, supporting the uh, – those guys up, the, up north, uh, the farm workers, mm -hmm. right? I was like, fuck, there he is, right? Look at this guy. Yeah, he resigned from Secretary yeah, for 396. of State. Yeah, I saw and that. And he's too. moving up. He's moving on. Oh, dude, he he's he's getting into the political world. He's he's connected. And see, shit like that. And he's self made. That's but that's the thing, dude. If you're about money, you don't become a person like him. You gotta have a fucking passion for it. Mm -hmm. And the money comes along later, right? I don't mm -hmm. know if he has a big house or drives a fancy car. I don't know any of that shit. But that passion has to come from the heart. And that's that's how I feel. You know, I know it, we all as teams, so we were talking about raises and money and that, dude, but that's that's to that's to provide for our families yeah. and, and have a little fun. Yeah, right. You don't want a boat. Yeah. Just yeah. asking. Yeah. You know, and, and that's feed our thing. families yeah. a little bit and, better. And I, I hear I hear, you know, that that's a passion. I, I've heard guys, you know, well, and, and I know this is not unique either. I, you know, I never use the union and I stay out of trouble and, you know, listen, and, and I say this to the youngsters, the new, the new members, and they're usually the younger ones, right? It's not about getting in trouble. That's not the one thing. You come here and you have, you know, medical benefits. Um, I, I, uh. When I had all three of my kids under, they were all covered. Now they all all outgrew it, or not just one now still, right? But, you know, now I still, you still pay the same amount of dues, and be it that as a steward, 952s, you know, you don't have to pay dues there. But still, you know, growing as a teamster, you know, I paid my dues. I had benefits for my kids. Uh, the reason I have seniority mm -hmm. is because I'm a teamster. That's got nothing to do with getting in trouble, right? It allows my time here with the company, my time that I've put in and learned shit to access an easier route or access a route that's going to pay me more because it's got more overtime involved, right? It's not just about getting in trouble or not getting fired, okay? Mm -hmm. that, that, that's the, 
I actually think that's a small percentage when you're when you're saving someone's job or saving, you know, the biggest percentage is, is money, is is money selected by the route, money selected because they let someone else work over you, you know. But the in trouble thing, that, that's usually not the biggest part of it. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be because we should all be doing our job and, you know, know our collective bargaining agreement and how things work. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, we talk about Ron and, and the passion. It, to be in that position, you have to be a passion. You're not doing it for the money. Right? No. You you gotta you gotta. Well, he's believe. collecting four pensions. Well, he earned it. Yes, yes. And that was my yes. argument with Jose Negrete. Was he? He says that's not right. It's like, well, what do you want? You you want one of his positions? It's a fucking if hustle, dude. Go 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 work. And if he's gonna go set up a fucking it. fruit cart outside off the clock and do a separate one to make some more money, then he's earned it. He hustled. Yeah. Right. Just like guys who are willing to work, like I told you, willing to work on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Willing to work on Monday. They're hustling. Mm-hmm. More power to them. That's them. Everybody has a different way of dealing with it. Everybody does it for a different. But when it comes to the, the local, I think it requires a passion. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, not I'm here because now I get to drive this badass four-wheel drive truck. It's all fucking shiny and shit that, you know, the local's paying for. Not because I get to walk around and say, this is my title. Right. I always when I have a situation uh, amongst members, I, I've told others, I, I take the name out of the equation. Right. It's it's member A and member B, mm-hmm. A being the one with more seniority and then break it down from there. You mm-hmm. got to separate the two. So now. If Eric doesn't like what people say. He's going to remove them like that doesn't you have experienced people doing a shop steward position they work there they're there they already know they've been there they got the knowledge and what they don't know i I think the best thing from anyone is someone who's willing to ask a question someone who's willing that that's one of my big things i'll tell you as a member you know what i don't know that but i'm gonna find out right Mm -hmm. and that's that's that to me shows someone that's eager and willing and that tells me it's someone with a passion because someone who's just there wants to do as little as possible my dues are paid that's all i fucking care about i ain't gotta pay dues right i'll roll up every once in a while to a meeting for the fuck of it and when you eliminate people whether they're for you or against you you're eliminating history you're eliminating knowledge right and you're weakening the strength of the Teamsters, not just the local. The For teamsters. what? So you can keep your votes and it's, keep in control? I, I, I had no idea, dude. I, I mean, I think it's pathetic when people want a bunch of yes-men around them. Now, I want t- people to tell me, I'm, you're fucking stupid, dude. That's that's a bad idea. So you can say why. And then there's many a time, like, dude, you're fucking right. I, I'm going to get it from my boys. You know, I'm going to get it from my boys, David, Gary, Johnny. They're going to tell me, you're a fucking idiot for going on that podcast. <laughs> it's a, it's a right, death sentence. Right. You come yeah, on the show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no. When I listen, them, listen. When, uh, when you're when you're when you're the leader of nine thousand people, you got to understand it's gonna come with a lot of other bullshit. You got to have thick is, skin. Yeah, because you're on. You, you're our leader. 
and people are going to question everything and you can't take it personal it, it can't you can't take it personal you you are the leader you are in charge of 9,500 people or whatever it is, you know, 9,000 something. If people are jamming you up with accusations. But you can't take it per, yeah, yeah you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to be backtracking. Those accusations shouldn't have to be there, right? Mm -hmm. He's young. He just, you got to understand, he took us through a pandemic. No one has ever gone through a pandemic. He's freshly new as a secretary treasurer. He's learning as things go on. He's, he's figuring things out. So you got to give him some credit. All of a sudden, everyone's being critical of the guy. Oh, he's doing this. He's doing that. The guy's never been a secretary treasurer. So give him some slack. Mm -hmm. You know, at the same time, he's also learning. And he's going to learn and, and understand and, and be, okay, maybe I did things wrong. And all of a sudden, I, because if, if I were Sam, if, put, let's do it this way. Put yourself in his shoes. You had another regime before him with, with Patrick Kelly and, and, and Grant Mertz, and, the, and these guys were in charge for how many years, right? And then all of a sudden, it's, it's a shift change. Now, we got young, you know, and a lot of these guys didn't support Jimenez. And so what was he supposed to do? You know, he got rid of a lot of people. So a lot of people quit and this and that, and he put, he put his people in that wanted to work and do their thing. So we're in a new, new era now where – yeah, we got. Yeah, but when you get when you get rid of people, you're getting rid of uh, you're getting rid of the good bones too. Yeah, you, you are. Know? You want to yeah. be challenged. You want to be, and, and that's that's the thing I also he say. He didn't want to be challenged. That, well, though. that's the thing right now. If Eric wants to stay after these three years, another three years, whatever, right? Mm. He doesn't I have think, to win over the fifteen hundred. I that think he's, he's going to move over. I think he's going to move up. I think he wants to move up. Well, but I just he doesn't have to win the fifteen hundred votes. He got. He's got to win those other 700 that didn't go terms, right? Prove to them why you belong there. And take. It was a landslide. Yeah, it was. Grant, it when was. Grant lost to him three years Barely. prior, he lost by 160 Barely. votes. Yeah. I don't understand why he didn't run this time. I don't But either. I think he's going to retire. I think uh, Wayne Anderson might retire too. I don't know about Carlos. I mean, they, I've talked with them. They said that. No matter what, we're going to continue to grow and uh, come and support you know, the show. You know, you know Mike uh, Raziano? Raziano. Yeah. I heard I heard your podcast. Smart guy. I didn't know who he was, dude. Dude, I, I, if he's not there with Eric, right, I hope he's there with someone. That fucker has I, – I, I just listening to him on your podcast, I, I would love to have lunch he, with he him. He felt like he know? did bad, too. He goes, I could have done more because he, we were on camera. And when people come on the show the first time, they're nervous. Well, shit, just right here, the That's microphone. It, it took yeah. me a while. I, yeah. I've actually forgotten it's there yeah. as we're talking. Well, you, know? you can hear yourself, right, yeah. when you're talking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, the, it's, it's to help from us over-talking over each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it took me a while to get used to it, too. But he he's going to come on the show again, too. I mean, like, like I said, this podcast is about development, learning, understanding. We all got to come together because I would like to see one day 952 be the number one local in the nation. And by doing that, we need to come together and vote. I would love to see 9,000 people vote, every single one oh, person dude. vote. That, that would and mean it's going to take time. 9,000 is not know? a lot of people, especially when you got a, a successful podcast and you, you're plugging your ears. The podcast is growing, dude. I mean, I met you a couple of days ago, and, and it, it, it's spreading. Mike Raziano's podcast went, went pretty viral. Well, like it I went said, around. Everything happens for a reason. I, I'm learning because of this election. 
I've I've met new people. I'm I'm learning more things, mm-hmm. right? And and you know, you say about nine fifty two being being the biggest. I mean, I, I don't want just nine fifty two to be the biggest. Yeah. I want the Teamsters, Teamsters to be yeah. the biggest. I, well, I want it I mean. to not yeah. fucking matter what local you come from and be able to say, Oh yeah, yeah, you know, uh Eric Tate to say, Oh yeah, I'm working with your boy Eric Jimenez, you know, we got a good contract for you guys over here at R and D C and Southern Glazers, you know? Mm. I want to hear that from from Abel Garcia up uh, you know, in uh, one eighty six. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, you know, we all work together and we made sure you guys, you know. And and that's that's what's important. Because when those guys are talking and working together, that means they're looking out for all of us down here, down mm-hmm. below. You know? But um but yeah, I mean again, congratulations to members first. They got the votes. They're there. That's where we're at. But uh you know, I think uh, Mike Raziano, he he's very intelligent, dude, and he 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 threw his name in his hat on this one, and and I commend him, dude. That took some big fucking balls, dude. He mm-hmm. just said, "Fuck it, I'm doing this by myself. Here I am." And that again, the whole thing about the passion, not the money. I see it right there. I um, there's people, you know, growing growing through the Teamsters. I want to call it growing up, right? Because mm-hmm. I started when I was 24 years old, a kid not understanding things and, and learning things that you see, you, you know, you'll be at a meeting and they'll be talking financials. And there's always that one person who stands up. Well, you know, right here, you said $3,000 to uh, automobile, blah, blah, blah. Right. And you're sitting down like, fuck, dude, let's just get past this part. Right. Mm-hmm. Dude, I commend those people. Cause that's not me. Right. Those numbers flying out. That's not me. And I'm appreciative of those individuals that are paying attention. Right. I said I, well, I, I know sat, a lot of uh, not a lot sorry to cut you off I know a lot of locals that are that have switched to all electric save money and and, and just be wise with, with the money but uh maybe maybe after whatever yeah, maybe, happens maybe election, that's, that's we in could, the plans yeah that's that. in the plans yeah but you know I don't I don't I don't know I don't know what he's you know, just give him some time. He's 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 fresh and uh, but he's on the clock now. You know, he he sure. won by a landslide. People are gonna be more detailed and and seeing what's going on. So uh, the pressure's on, uh, but I think he'll do fine. Like I said, uh, there's not not gonna be no more. Uh, we I have to move on. I support solidarity. I supported the power slate because I've known a lot of these people for many years. But he won. Congrats, and I'm gonna move forward and and support him because we have to. We're all teamsters in the end. There's no more no division, no more hate because there's people that hate him, personal friends and that like hate said, him. I don't hate. And, I don't hate. And like I can't do that no more, dude. Like I, I'm sure you. Know, no one's perfect. This is the one thing I was thinking last night when people were like, "Oh, he did this to me, and this is what happened," and they would tell me these stories, and I said. I'm not going to say those stories on my podcast because it didn't happen to me. I never had a bad relationship with Eric Jimenez. He's, if I ever needed him or whatever, he was around. I would ask him questions, and he never did me wrong. But when when the man says, oh, he did this to me and then that, and, like, no one's perfect. And I think that's the thing we all got to look at is no one's perfect. He's making mistakes, and, yeah, he's at the, he's at the top spot. But at the end, dude, are you you got to look at yourself too. It's like, are you perfect? Exactly. Because you're not. There's no one here that's perfect. So to sit there and go, oh, he did this and did this. Well, look at yourself. Are you perfect? 
Have you made mistakes? Are you making mistakes right now? Yeah, the guy did something to you personally, but what what have, what are you doing? Because we have all made mistakes, man. We've all we've all done uh have have, have done bad things in our life. Well, dude. we talk we talk about uh teachable moments, right? Yeah. That, that I feel like if there was something going on with the girls in the office, I personally think uh, it shouldn't have been a full-on removal. It should have been like, here, look. Yeah. This is the way things are supposed to be done. You might have done this by doing this. Teachable moments, right? And uh, we're on we're on basically, what, day two of uh, Members First new recycled timeline, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Well, this election should be a teachable moment for Members First. Let's Let's take the time... And, and, you know, or set some time aside to sit down and say, all right, we were being accused of this. We we're being accused of this. what can we do differently? So we're not accused of it. You know, take the time to learn from what happened. Again, things happen for a reason. Like I said, if, if it wasn't for this election, I wouldn't have met a lot of people. I wouldn't have heard of a lot of people. I wouldn't have heard of your podcast. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just it, it it's it's an opportunity for them again to win over the people that didn't vote for them but more importantly what i call out is it's an opportunity for 9500 members to get their heads out their fucking ass and be involved it doesn't you don't have to go to every fucking meeting all right you don't have to go and stay there the entire meeting just go and listen and meet people and see how people work and see what's going on this election, you know, enlightened me to Carlos. I learned who he was. I got to know Grant, right? I really didn't know him before. I got to know, you know, Carlos Gallegos, Wayne Addison. I got to know them. And and there's some intelligent people. Even even listen to your podcast, Jose Negrete. Right? Honestly, I I I, I hope one day I get to sit down and uh have lunch with these guys just just to pick brains. You know, it's cool. Now, it's one thing to know people from other locals, but it's also nice to to see these uh, intelligent individuals here at 952, right? It's enlightening me to get uh, information, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what this podcast is about is the spread of information. This, the, the numbers uh, for our local is 9,257. That's how many ballots are made out. Bailed, uh, mailed out and so 9,257 and out of that let's see looking through my text messages people um, let me see that, that's bad. that's a lot of members for for the amount of votes we got you know but that that's all it takes though. You know, he he got enough of the votes to win. It would have been it's more satisfying. Twenty five hundred and eighty five voted. Yeah. So, so two thousand five hundred and eighty five. It, it's it's satisfying. It's fattest. It, I think it'd be satisfying when you got 51, 55 percent. Yeah, voting. at least half. Then you know, yeah, this is what the people want, right? Mm. Right now, I mean, it's like these are what my homies want. And also, I think it it also comes too with the with the with the time of of. Uh, negotiations and stuff like that and how people are feeling and uh he's only been in a i don't know how many negotiations he's been with been in already for for contra i know octa 
they said that he they got a shitty deal, but he's saying it's the best deal ever. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I can't I can't verify that. But hey, listen, man, he's he's our leader. He's got my respect. You know, he got the votes to win. He's kicked the shit out of solidarity, and uh, we move forward. But he can't take things personally. My my, my personal nah, opinion to him, dude, skin, dude. You gotta have thick skin, yeah, Eric. Man. If you're listening to this podcast, dude, no disrespect, but you are our fierce leader, and you you know you're on the clock. This podcast has been around since my fourth year now, and I slowly but surely have been growing it. People are tuning in and listening, and so uh, you know we we it's this is what it is, man. It's politics, and so. Saying that, man, I mean, we're we're way past our, our time, dude. We've been doing really good. You got anything to say before we get out of here? Uh, I I, um, I wish UPS the best in their contract. Stay strong. Um, same thing with uh, Southern Glazers, RNDC. Our contract's coming up. Educate yourself. Get ready. And uh, if I see you out on the street from anybody, come up and say hello, dude. I love meeting people. I love networking and getting to know people. Um, I'm, I work just as hard as everybody else does. I know about the grind, and uh, yeah, that's it, dude. Well, Antonio Lopez, thank you for coming on the show, sir. Once again, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in to the Raider and the Saint podcast. Thank you guys so much. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. All right, peace. Be good.